whatever you can find. What's up y'all man we back again with another video hey youtube this is knights and gotham podcast uh going over episode 16 of season one of batwoman this is your official batwoman review show uh through the looking glass i am your co-host rain coleman the carefree black nerd and i have with me today like i do every episode if you've been listening you should know who it is sid davis right back right. once again man who yeah and we are we are back uh yeah yes episode 16 so kate dealing with some shit luke dealing with some shit everybody dealing with some shit and i don't know man how you feel about this episode overall like what's your what's your i like this one a lot okay okay this one it was really good um this is what i was looking for because in a couple of the previous episodes, I'm like, damn. Start off the way that they start off, it seems as if a couple days or weeks have passed or mm-hmm. something like that. Didn't know where it start start or or ended. And with this one, it just seems like a, a continuation yeah. of mm-hmm. some of the previous episodes. I guess answering some questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I um I liked it. I really did. I felt that overall this was a solid episode and I think this episode kept the first of all I was emotional as shit, not necessarily like sad, but like I was I was heated throughout a lot of it. Um the ending really got me. I'm not going to lie, it really got me and mm-hmm. I liked that it feels like what is this 16 you said we got 22 episodes so approximately what about i can't math but that sounds about eight yeah a little less i'll just say a solid five more it feels like 
we are consistent. It feels like a solid show. It feels like it's the same show that it was in episode one. Not necessarily that the story hasn't changed, but the quality, like of, it doesn't seem like it's dipping, and that's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah. Um, so we open up with the Canes burying the body. Um, and I like that scene as much as I hate Jacob. I like seeing the three of them together. It might be something about me liking, like, growing up watching soap operas and dramas and fucking X-Men and Dragon Ball Z and shit, but I like the drama of these three <laughs> having to work together. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Um, I, I thought they were going to, like, pick up and go somewhere else. Uh-huh. Because they've done that with other episodes, but to see them... The, the last scene from the previous episode about burying the body or the body won't bury itself yeah for this to pick up and then they're actually at the spot mm-hmm. I was like okay mm-hmm. there we go yeah and it was, scene was funny because of Alice I forgot what she said specifically that shit had me rolling man. yeah and then Jacob was like bro knock it off <laughs> man I what she said bro that shit I don't know. It, it's always epic. And that's another thing I like. And again, it may be Rachel playing the character, but I also got to give it to the writers uh, because every episode, Alice does not fail me in not one episode. There's, there has been one episode that she was in that she didn't deliver a stellar monologue or just some good, sharp, shady ass comments that were delivered so well. Alice has been consistent from episode one up until now. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I um I venture to say, and I know I've been team Alice this whole time, but she's probably the best, if not top three characters on this show. Um, and I mean that overall. I mean from the actress portraying her to the stories that she's getting to like the in story continuity shit she's dealt with um i think she has the greatest arc she's probably one of the best actors on the show and i don't feel like they're overusing her in a way that i think on other shows they might overuse characters i think it makes sense that we see her as much as we do so mm-hmm. yeah i'm a fan so we uh we get Batwoman whooping some ass in the alley again, which I'm cool with that, but does crime not happen anywhere else, fam, but this same alley? And <laughs> she's whooping on this man who happens to be black. And ordinarily y'all know how I am. I'll be all upset, but I'm this like unrealistic ass whooping. I just <laughs> it, it whatever. You know, he's a criminal on this episode, sure. But she has a. But I'm looking at him and I'm looking at her. Right. He walked off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a big motherfucker. Yes, huge. I'm looking at her. I'm like, bro, she tiny as shit, man. As Come fuck, on. Yes. You ain't about to convince nobody. Yeah. That's broke that, his arm and his, apparently his leg was broken up and shit. I mean, and he can't fight yeah. her back, bro. My issue with CW is shit like that because. Ruby Rose is a small woman. Um, then even going over to Black Lightning, uh, uh, what's homegirl? Anissa's girlfriend. Um, Grace is 
a small woman, but in the comics, and not to, not to be one of those comic book guys, but in the comics, she's Amazon. She's thicker. She's taller. She's more muscular. And I think it would be easy enough to hire an actress with that physique, but they got that CW sheen of these motherfuckers got to be pretty. They got to be conventionally attractive. They got to, which makes it, like you said, weird that this five foot two motherfuckers beating up this dude that's like six three but yeah. yeah i seen homeboy walk off i said yo this nigga huge man i was like wait a minute bro you want me to believe her trying to choke him out and he was struggling oh and that you let her like yeah, bro I, like, yeah. mm, I, I just try to suspend belief for the comic book magic but this shit is this is terrible uh, she has an anxiety attack, takes her mask off and everything, which I get it, but I think in moments like this, Ruby wrote, okay, let me put this. She doesn't bother me, but she doesn't sell me on the stress. And not to say she's not a good actress, huh? We haven't seen that before. Okay. We've seen her angry, but yeah. we haven't seen her like having an anxiety attack or hyperventilating at mm-hmm. all. And I'm I'm good to go with it. It just it didn't land for me, um, and I might have to see her go through this a few more times if they don't like leave it here at this episode. But I don't know. I, it happened, I guess. I don't know. She uh, I like the way she was dressed in this episode. She gave me like eight mile iron worker like. So some chicks I went to high school with, like Carhartt jackets, mm-hmm. hoodies, like she. And you can tell between the episode before last to this one. Uh huh. They had to have had the same writers. Okay. Yeah. In costume. Yeah. Some about it. It just felt consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it makes me wonder if they shot both episodes together, like Endgame and Infinity War. Or, if, you know, because even if they didn't, it still was good. But I'm thinking, like, this this is a solid arc. Like, they had to have, well, you know, who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. They probably did. Man. Especially with all the bullshit going on right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I could see that. Um, we get the Batcave. We got Luke talking to Kate. She kind of still, you know, fucked up. But to me, she seems, you know, as stoic and silent as usual now tell me did it did they say homeboy was getting released who killed quote unquote allegedly killed luke's dad or was he what did they say they was hosting a trial what the fuck they saying yeah the trial okay and so he's you know ain't with the shits for this he's upset rightfully so if you know you think the motherfucker who killed your dad is getting out um and they have kind of a moment I guess um I like Luke just by him default by him being black I do like the character you know I like how he be acting sometimes I'm not always on board with him um and that's only because I I want to see the writer's room because I don't I don't know if they always get it but sometimes they do um how you feeling about all things considered like uh the executioner and everything how are you feeling about this episode like handling luke his dad's murderer and the tr- like they, all of that 
it's just another case of them having different writers. I I had no problem with it, especially with the alleged killer of Luke's dad. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I liked him a lot, and I'm glad they showed him more, because I'm like, why, who the hell is this, and why are they just throwing him in front of us out of nowhere? And yeah. I'm glad that they, they gave him a little bit of character yeah. to get us to know him a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to really fight with myself, because I agree, and my next comment would have been, why that nigga ain't get more screen time? But... I'm a, that, that, and, that, and that's another thing because he did so damn good. It was like, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> I wanted to see some more. Like, yeah. Like, who is this dude? Man, I don't know what it is. I, I, I would be very interested to see, and not even just with Batwoman, what, you know, with all CW shows. How do they plan out a season? I don't have to know the spoilers but like do you say okay we know an event coming up so let's work backwards do they lay out story arcs do they say we want to have six or seven new characters like because some of this shit like we said with the executioner to kill him off was terrible to do what they did to luke's killer was really it really pissed me off after the show went off and i thought about it like this is another black man on the show who was very different from Luke, who was very charismatic as far as the actor giving life to this character. Why, like, and this is getting ahead, but the conversation that was had later on, to me, after the show was over, I said, this gave you a whole new layer of Gotham that we don't get. That's what kind of pissed me off. And I was like, what? The? Just finding out. And then, you know, how Luke, he was just kind of like, how yeah. do you know, know that? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What happened? That and was I, frustrating, I was... man. Especially because they keep harping on this Sophie's from the hood. She's this girl who grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. But this guy was Not living that life that they claimed Sophie did, which this ain't, this ain't a knock against her. It's more or less about the writers. You open up this like you crack a window where we can look in and see just a little bit of the black side of Gotham, and then you close that motherfucker just in the same scene. Right, bro. I was like, man, who is the the woman with him? Was that his grandmother? Doesn't matter because we don't know. Now, listeners, if y'all know, use the hashtag KIGPod and let us know. But I was like, okay, that's his grandma, or maybe his mom, or great aunt, or something. Now they may have mentioned something earlier in the episode. I doubt it, but I want like what, what her story. What the fuck happened with? But let me relax. That, that, that just happened. Like it just happened randomly. And yeah, that was it. that was it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I hate, bro. Especially because there's no black people on this show. I mean, there is, of course, but it's like two plus the walking extras who talk to Jacob sometimes who work at uh, at the Crows and shit. But, like, this could have been another... Him and Luke could have had a friendship that I think would have been good to see considering it's just Luke held up in Wayne Enterprises with these women, which, not a problem at all. But when the women are all white women and then marry occasionally... This goes back into I, what this nigga doing when he not up in here with y'all. Right. And honestly, I, I'd be cool with it had it been like him being around Sophie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, they haven't convinced me or sold me on the fact Sophie comes from where she comes from. Yeah. I like Carrie simply for the fact of just because what she's been through and stuff. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but it's like, damn, like those two could have formed something. Yeah. It would it that would have been dope to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, for real. I just I don't like I feel like he's the butt of a joke at times. And then the only time you take him very seriously and give him more backstory is when you're dealing with this traumatic event of his dad being murdered. Like even with right. Sophie, like she is a character on the cast. I think she would be considered a reoccurring main character or a main I mean, she's in a lot of the episodes. But her her actions in every episode are always adjacent to Ruby Rose or Jacob, like a somebody white. And that is not necessarily well, I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat any of it. However it sounds is how it sounds, charges to my head and not my heart, but this is how I feel. Sophie is not interacting with people of color. Her husband is white. Her boss, who was her surrogate dad, is white. Her ex-girlfriend, who she's always up under, is white. You have Mary, but even her relationship with Mary isn't a friend relationship. And when we got... Pretty much. When we got the backstory of her and her mom, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm fine with this because of the whole queer part of it. Like, if her mom is mad at her and disowned her stuff, I'm good with that because there's that element. But at the same time... Why did we only get her mom when it was time for her to pretty much disown her? Like, you mention her, you talk about Mm -hmm. her, then you bring her on screen and be like, oh, I'm disgusted, you lesbian. And then she walks off. It's like, the fuck is this? So, Sophie exists as... Huh? Appointment is supposed to look. Like... What what her mom said. If we had have gotten more of her, that would have been okay. I'm like, okay, this happens. People do deal with homophobic parents, whatever. But... You in that same episode, you you shoehorn in that she has two degrees and that she graduated and got a good like you shoehorn in all these accolades that we didn't get from her. All I got from her was that you went to cadet school with your lesbian lover and then you married this white man and you hide in that you're a lesbian, which whatever. But then you split up your marriage behind this white woman. Like I don't see anything that gives her. I don't want to say agency because I don't think that's the word, but I don't see anything that gives her more story separate of all these white people. Like, what is she dealing with that's not trauma-based, that's separate from all the white people who she is just immersed in? I, you ain't even giving me, like, a, a, a mixed friend, like, a, like a, a, a nigga she went to school with who was also secretly gay, who... His mama white and his daddy black and, you know, they cool. Like, you're not giving me anything but what you're giving me. And I don't like it. I don't like it, man. I don't like it. I don't, like it. I, I don't know. It just, this episode just proved, I'm like, okay, they're competent enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To get shit done. Mm-hmm. And to make some shit good. But it's like, I, I don't know who controls that because what I saw from Luke and uh, his dad's killer. Yeah. And uh, when we get to, I got something. Oh about yeah. That God, when we get to it. Go ahead. You, you got it. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm gonna chill. Yeah. We. I, I. I don't know. This show is really. I wonder if they asked around or if they had like 
a special person come in and give some insight or what? Or hell, maybe they say, Sophie, uh, what'd you think about this script? And let her say some shit. But, or maybe they, hey, hell, they just asked the nigga who played the dude, what do you think what, what he would say? This will be going for, how would you get this across or something? Um, we get Alice who find her crew slaughtered. Um, and with a note left for her, like, you know, bitch, you thought I'd forget you? Nah, you know, I'm fucking here. Uh, we then get Jacob and Sophie in the car. Now, what, what is this even, what are they doing? I'm sick of seeing them together, but what the fuck are they doing? Talking about, uh, um, Mary and Luke? No, 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 this is, uh, about, oh, that's what they're doing? Sophie and Jacob? This one that was in oh, the. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. No, you're good. I don't know. But it's way too late to convince me. Yeah. That these two have like a relationship or this father daughter type thing. It's, yeah. It's just too late. They have no chemistry. And I don't know if it's that nigga Jacob or if it's Sophie or it's both. But for, the, for episode 14, for them to be like, yeah, Mr. Kane called me and told me that you was on leave or some shit. Y'all trying too hard. This is why I say I wonder how do they how do they plan out a season? Because if you were going to make this, even if the acting is bad and I don't believe it, if you had have set some Easter eggs in from the beginning, then I would have been okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what, go ahead. Thing is, with all the hiatuses that we've had with this show. Mm-hmm. I think they've been filming at, you know, they were just going with it, just whatever. I don't think this was planned out at all. Probably. And I, that's, it In the hiatus is help. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm for whatever, you know, whatever gets the season out, whatever keeps folks working and getting them checks and keep the entertainment coming. But I, I just hope going forward, especially with all the shit we're dealing with as a globe, that they do a tighter, more concise, better planning for next season. Um, I still think this is a good season. I'm liking it. But I think Alice is really what's carrying me over from episode to episode. Because I'm really enjoying her. Uh, Sophie and Jacob. Man, if I was Sophie, I'd have cussed that nigga out. Like, first time I saw him after my mama left, I would be cussing him out. I have nothing to say to you, white man. What do you want? I We ain't relatives. You take my damn badge and gun, and then you gonna tell me you would never question my goddamn integrity. Yeah. And then you call my mom the snitch. Yes, that right there is the top, the icing on the cake. <laughs> you know? You gonna call my mom the snitch, acting like I ain't no grown-ass, damn near 30-year-old individual. Right. With degrees and uh, ex-husband under my belt and uh, I would have had to swing on you if you was in the passenger seat of my car. I'm Bro, sorry. I don't even know why she... This is what I'm, I don't understand. She don't have nobody else to talk to. Y'all just keep putting her with Jacob? What the fuck is this? Is that out of conflict? To in I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Um, What happened next? Did we go to... Damn, was it Kate at the bar? He's having them little like flashbacks about the shit that you know they did about her killing homeboy Cartwright and her dad trying to like bring her back to life and shit and everything mm -hmm. that happened last episode. Um, I like that. I like this scene because we get her and Alice 
at talking, Alice pops up, and they pretty much have this sister moment. You know how odd Alice is with her little quirky ass. Um, and Alice is like, look, I need you to help me get my fucking brother out of prison. Like, period, you know. Um, whose who's house did they go to? Who's that older lady? Um, she happened to be one of the nurses at Arkham. Okay, so they're pretty much going on a little fucking detective adventure, some undercover shit, trying to um, trying to get Mouse out of jail. And they talk to the nurse. She's like, man, that, that motherfucker is beyond help. I'm sorry. He's a sweet boy, blah, whatever. They locked him away. So they're getting intel. Um, and I like that the... When they bring up that he escaped, and it was, I think, Kate who brought it up. I did like that because you are keeping that continuity there because he did escape before. Um, I really thought Alice was going to kill this woman. No. I know. I was just like... I, I didn't get that at all. Man, what... I, here's what I thought in that hmm. scene. To me, I thought it was going to be like, Alice is going to make it a way that she's just going to turn the whole situation real awkward and yeah. weird. And she did just that. She made it real weird. <laughs> <laughs> Eating the brownies with a damn switchblade and shit. Yeah. And, um, I, she did exactly what I thought she was going to do. That's all I have to say about that scene. I did like it a lot. But I, I didn't get any type of vibe that she was attempt to kill her. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's because the girl, when the lady was like, yeah, he's beyond help. And Alice kind of gave her a look. I was like, oh, shit, we ain't going to leave with this woman oh, alive. Yeah. But, you know, but no, no. After, after like, watching through it, my initial thought was like, okay, okay she going to slit this woman's throat. But then again, you know, y'all already got one body as a family under your belt. Like, you don't need another one. Um, so that's cool. Going to the trial, everybody stood up to introduce the judge and shit. You know how they do on court shows. And Luke is there and you know, he's, he's stressing. Now the judge is the black man. And this is where I have the issue with the show yet again. You have these black people who you bring out as your diversity quota because why is it? I don't know. Maybe you could say I'm asking for too much, and I'm if that's if you think that whatever. But you bring out the judge. You got homeboy who quote unquote killed Lucius. Then you had uh, what was his lawyer that popped up. I feel like these are fringe characters. Like if we never see them again, the show doesn't change. Like nothing. It just it. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy these folks got jobs, but they're not. It's it, to me. It feels like some of my best friends are black. Like this show, to me, feels that way. It feels like, yeah, I have a black friend. Cause it's like, <laughs> oh, you mean your ex girlfriend? Yeah, her. Well, does that count? Cause y'all are exes. I mean, it could count cool. But then you can't say, like Paul, my weed man. But then Jerry, the guy at the convenience store. Like that's not a. That's a. That's a black person you are around at times, like momentarily. But right. I, I'm not going. I'm gonna try not to go too hard because I'm trying to really self reflect. Like, okay, you me talking about myself. I have this issue, but I already got a theory. Like, I, I get what she's saying. I have a theory exactly what they should have done. Yeah, and follow the point. I'm gonna keep it in. Okay. Okay. Let me make a note. This theory. We're just. Keeping 
that shit in. <laughs> okay. Uh, they bring in the alleged killer. Him and um, him and his lawyer. You know they don't dap it up, but they you know they they greet each other. And Luke is just sitting over there looking like a fucking statue. This nigga is grimacing. He mad as shit. Um, why is Luke there alone? Now, he eventually isn't because Mary comforts him. But this goes back to my issue with the show. Does he have no other family or friends or anybody? Like, why is he there? He mentions his mom, but I'm like, oh, no, fam. He's like, my mom can't be in the same room with my dad's killer and shit like that. And Nigga, when did you grow a mom? I was like, man, I thought that was some BS. It is. It is. Because for me, a black woman, and I'm going to bring it on race, I'm sure that there are some who couldn't be in the same room, but... If the motherfucker that killed my husband, who I was so in love with, and we have a child together, is about to get released from prison or having a trial, I'm gonna be there front and center, like I'm a, on Law and Order, yelling about this nigga not getting not like, what the fuck you mean? I don't know, um, bullshit. But I do like that Mary was there to comfort him. That was cool. That big green coat she had on was nice as the fuck. Um. I, I, it was alright we get Sophie waterhead ass walking through some apartment and she walk in and there's a dead woman and she's like oh shit now before going further is she or is she not a crow it wasn't established that well the conversation between her and Jacob early on and then she said I, I guess she's back with him because she said, well, consider me on your payroll or whatever. And I guess that <sighs> solidified that she was a crow again. I'm like, that's not enough. No, it's not. Like, you need a W-2 or something. I'm looking at her as some like rogue security officer doing what the fuck she wants. Yeah, no, same. <sighs> man, okay, so she walk in, find a dead body, and she like, touching it and shit. I'm like, man, don't you supposed to preserve the crime scene? Or, I don't know. But she gets tackled by, you know, the killer, all oh, the killer. And then there's a shot through the window and we realize it's not the killer. She gets tackled by none other than Julia from, what was that, episode six? Yeah. Six, I think. Alfred's niece. And she's just as blonde, just as British. And she's like, oh, yeah. Hey, girl. Look at me pushing up on you. Um, yeah, that happens. And then immediately it's cut to the Kate twins. Kate twins. The Kane twins. And they are eating brownies with <laughs> switchblades while Mouse is, like, stumbling up to the house. No sooner did he get, like, across the street did the crows swoop in and got his ass. Um, I don't know. I, I really like Alice's devotion to her family. Cause yeah, she was all for Kate and shit, which, okay. Let me sidetrack a little bit. Alice is really protective of her family. Even though she was giving, um, Kate shit, 
that's her sister. She loved her. She was she was willing to kill other bitches for just being close to her. Um, to me, and this isn't to say that Kate is any less of this just because it's the way I interpret it because everybody's situations are different. But when you think about the, the queer gay element of it, a lot of LGBTQ youth in the olden days or in the past have been found families where maybe my parents kicked me out, um, especially people in larger cities. Now, there's a whole yeah. movie, um, Paris is Burning, that addresses that. But it's all it's this story of found family. Yes, my biological family may have put me out, but now I found my new sister or my new brother or my house mother or my new family, whatever. Or I went off to college and finally got away from a certain space and I could be myself. I bring that up because it feels more like Alice's story is in line with that narrative or idea over Kate's. Because no matter what Kate has been through, you've always had your family, you've always had your wealth, you've always had, like, you've always had your identity. Alice has had to pretty much go through cognitive dissonance and separate herself from herself just to survive. She's got to, like, I get personally why Mouse is so important to her. Even within the show, I get it. But personally, through my own lived-in experience, I understand why Mouse is so important to her. And so maybe that's why I'm connected with her more than Kate. But I just feel like Alice has the more dynamic story where Kate could have that. But it's like you're just a, a, a rich girl. Like, yeah, you got the gay element, but that's not a thing that I feel like she's being... Not disrespect. They didn't push that enough because they only did it for two episodes. Yeah, and with a nigga at a bar. And it's... I don't know. I think maybe if she was... Mm, not necessarily poor because I don't want everything to be a trauma story, but I don't know what I want, but I feel like this Kate isn't maybe strong enough. And I, I could yeah, be wrong, yeah. but... I don't think they have her doing enough because majority of these episodes, she's not even in costume. Yeah. And that would be cool, but shit, you're not even giving me like great fight scenes and, and, and great romance scenes and great story. Cause honestly, not to be funny, I think Kate is probably the most boring character on the cast. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I talk about shit. Mm-hmm. No, I was saying I'm sitting here watching the show. Like, I, I normally watch it twice. Mm-hmm. Someone just told me to go look at, um, I, I went to DC Universe, and I was looking at some of the Batwoman comics, like some of the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. I was like, bro, she is so fucking dope in the comics. I'm yeah. like, why in the hell are they not applying this? I don't and she's know. She's in costume. She's basically, for people who don't know uh, about Batwoman, Batman is we know who Batman is mm -hmm. he doesn't hurt people you don't want to kill him you don't want to do that that woman is the complete opposite and she doesn't care and that's what's really killing me with this show yeah she would easily be my favorite character mm -hmm. but they just I don't know yeah and then I also look at what network this is on but but, but, when you give me a character like Alice, I don't think that's an excuse. Oh. Because okay. Alice, within the 
framework of the CW is a dynamic ass character. Her backstory alone, I know it's filled with trauma and shit, but it's very interesting. And Rachel is just killing it as Alice. Um, even on Black Lightning, you know, I have my issues or whatever with this last season and overall. But when you got a motherfucker like Tobias, and this is still on CW, and you can't be bland. Side note about the actor that plays Tobias. Yeah, Cronda. Yeah. Man. Because <laughs> I, I only know him as Crondon from Strong Arm Steady. Yeah. Exhibit. Talib Kweli. <laughs> that nigga can act. Yes. Yes. Shit. That mother... That's all I got to say. I'm no, sorry. he can. That motherfucker can rap. He can act. He can voice act because he's in yes. uh, uh, Into the Into Spider Verse. Yes, he keep doing this shit, man. Keep getting your paper, man. Get stay in your fucking bag. I want you to keep doing this acting shit because yes. damn. I mean, honestly, I want it. Just it tripped me out though because it's it, it. It be some people that you watch. Yeah, you know, like in Hollywood, you don't expect them to go another route and just yeah. kill it. Yeah. And just do that. It's just like, damn. Yes. Yes. I'm a fucking fan. I would love to have him on Black Lightning uh, Matters podcast, goddammit. Hell, he can give me one minute, three minutes, half an hour, 17, whatever the fuck he got, he want to give. I'm going to take it. This motherfucker is, again, if I could get him and Alice acting together, if you, I don't. Because they are so good in these roles, I can only imagine how good a scene with them two in it would be. That crossover. Huh? Something should have happened with that crossover. Bro. My mind mind was going, even though this was dedicated to like cameos and just from past shows we've seen. Yeah. My mind was going different places. I'm like, bro, what if they put this character with that character and this, that, and the third and bro. Yeah. See, okay. Um, okay. I want to move on to this next scene because I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kate and, and Alice are in this bar, in the bar together and they talking and you know, they do some sisterly bonding. They talk some shit, and it's it's. I like it. It's a nice scene. It's a light scene, though. It's some heavy subject matter. But the thing I want to get to that really pissed me off is that pretty much throughout the conversation, Kate comes down to you wanted me to hear your story, which is referencing last episode when Cartwright told him about the Red Queen or the Queen of Hearts or whatever, and. Kate turns down and says, you you set me up to kill him to be just like you. And Alice was like, well, I don't deserve all the credit. But I'm thinking, you are a, an adult. But you grown as the fuck. And I get the stress. I get, you know, you're a vigilante out doing your thing. I get that. But what I'm not going to accept is that Alice pulled the strings that got you to kill Cartwright. The, the man sat there and insulted your mom. Mm-hmm. Your dead mother. That's going 
I don't know who has the strength to constrain themselves. Mm-hmm. I would say even me would flip and knock your ass over and strangle you. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, why are you blaming this on Alice? Especially when, and I know this particular story was very dark, even compared to the shit Alice has been through. But I'm also like, if you weren't going to kill him off the strength of the shit she already told you he did to her, how is it? I don't know. But then at the same time, I'm looking at it like, and I, again, I could be wrong. I could be justifying Alice because I like her. If so, call me out. But if Alice had have told you this story, would you have believed it? And would it have hit as emotionally, would it have been as heavy as it was? Like with Cartwright telling you, did that because Alice could have told you at any time, you know, he chopped her mama head off and put it in the freezer and she didn't. So, I mean, what could stand the reason that one, maybe she didn't want to do that to you or maybe two, she didn't think you would believe her or maybe she just didn't want to be the one to have to deliver that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And tell me if I'm just caping for Alice. Cause I, this I, reminds me of, I believe it was episode five. Mm-hmm. Alice, Alice was like, was it five? Mm. But no, Alex was saying um, we're twins, and you know you have that oh mm, yeah telepathic thing where twins mm-hmm. just know mm-hmm. that the other twin is there, some shit like that, and she blamed that on her yeah for not knowing. It's just like fam. Mm-hmm. That's all this reminded me of. Okay, okay. so I, I wasn't tripping too much. Okay, no, but, in that context, yeah. Mm. Like, this old ass man who was already your head off. Like I, I don't know. And I, don't, I guess I'm holding her to an even higher standard than I would like. Let's even say the police, mainly because you're a vigilante. You out here, you chose to do this shit. So you have to. Not to say that she shouldn't give a fuck, because then I mean, we'd have we would have no show. But you have to. You can't just fly around whooping people's asses and then going back to your cave with no repercussions. Like, you have to go through... Like, you you won't get out of this shit unscathed. Uh, You keep writing these fucking letters to Bruce, but if this nigga ever shows back up, I'm sure he could tell you countless stories of him being fucking stressed or angry or some shit affecting him. So, I don't know. I'm... I don't know, man. I'm... It hasn't happened in a while. Like I was like, oh shit, this is the first time she wrote something in a little memoir to Bruce. I mean, she been busy, I guess. Shit, I don't know. She um but she agrees to help uh get Mouse out and her and Alice come up with a plan. I really, really like this is why I say this this show is still good. Because I was really sold which kind of contradicts what I said earlier about Ruby Rose. I don't think she's a terrible actress. She is kind of boring on this show. But the acting that she did in this scene going forward, I think at once we got the ending, I was like, oh, bitch. And, but that was more or less like, oh, you got me. Because I was really, I was believing you. So I still stand by what I said earlier. But this, from this point, what is this like? I don't know, halfway on, from the midpoint on, she really sold me. She she got me in a way that I was I was mad that I fell for it. But um, she decided to help Alice, and she's like, man, 
under one condition, you can't fucking kill nobody, period. She's like, all right, I promise. And they decide to go off and do their little sisterly thing. Tell me this. Do you like them working together? Do you like them more as adversaries or do you like them? They should have they been did this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are they now just doing this shit, man? Come on. I was expecting that to happen early on. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Yeah. But to see it, to see these two, um, you know, I was still being her, you know, mischievous self doing yeah. wild shit. And then, because I think you said that last time, mm-hmm. where they, they could have this relationship working together, kind of like a, a Hannibal Lecter type style yeah. thing. Hannibal is still fucking crazy. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter is still willing to help Clarice mm-hmm. with the case. Yeah. Like, they should have been did that, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, um, that was, That's my favorite thing about this episode is the, the fact that they had these two working together. And the way that they did it was fucking, man, I... I, I think it I think the venture that they went on really lends itself to like the hallway battle scenes and all the the MCU Netflix shows like and not to say they biting and all they copying but I think they did it in a way that was really convincing and worked with this show. That's how I feel. Welcome back, Johnny. We missed you. You want to break him out, and you are going to help me. Things are going to get crazy. Trying to draw attention. Who? Me? Knock it off. Have I ever lied to you? Literally dozens of times. Uh. This, this was a little reminiscent. Um, them the break in. It was like the escape attempt with uh, Daredevil, season mm. two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Punisher, that that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I could. Oh, I could definitely see oh, that. Shit. Yeah, see, man, um, I like them. I like the in this. I will say at the end of this episode, I was still like, okay, I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, okay, so let's address this trial. This with the judges the, the verdict which pretty much is this motherfucker you know he ain't he ain't he off he ain't kill your daddy he get to go he get to walk free and everybody gets up and it looks like they kind of celebrate some may be upset but homeboy hugs his uh lawyer then he hugs the little old lady who could be his grandma great auntie mama whoever uh after that we get a shot of luke grimacing again i'm like I feel like he didn't really, well, I don't know. I may be asking for too much with him. I feel like he didn't really do anything, but at the same time, he don't normally do shit. But I'm like, this is your dad's killer who you were so, like, angry about. I, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to tell nobody how to grieve, even though this is a fictional show. But I was like, man, why are you just sitting here? But, you know, whatever. I'm cool with that. Uh, we go past that. And we get Arkham Asylum, a truck pulling up, and this dude, I think he's dropping off tiles or some shit, and there is some explosives underneath. And there's this big commotion. <laughs> Bruh, I thought Allison was going to jump out the back of this damn truck. Yeah, I thought some shit was about to happen. And like, 
Kate and Al's about to yeah. just rush and beat their ass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, homeboy got arrested, or so we think. And Alice is like, yeah, you know, good distraction. So her and Kate put on their Wonderland mask and they're walking through the uh, tunnels, I guess. And this is where we get our, our heist, our break-in. Um, I like seeing Kate put on the mask. I know the Wonderland gang ain't really good at fighting, you know, but I like the idea of them. We break in, and it looks like to me, for those of you who watch Riverdale, the countless times that everybody had to break into the Sisters of Quiet Mercy and break out Kevin and break out Cheryl and break out uh, Chip and break out Betty and break, like, everybody got broke out of that fucking hospital. Um, I like seeing Kate fight in her regular clothes. Although that's probably a stunt person. But they break in, immediately get attacked by two guards. Uh, Kate is like, man, remember your promise. And Alice walks off. Now, it's a bunch of fighting, a bunch of hallway fighting, a bunch of whooping guards' asses. That is important because all they were doing is kicking ass. Later on, when the plot twist happens, I was thinking in my head, but you really did whoop all these people's asses. Like... Yeah, you're doing this, but you you damn near killed all these damn security guards. Like, <laughs> like when the one that got thrown through the goddamn table, I was like, all right, this shit a little too extreme. <laughs> uh, Kate, Kate was getting held, then Alice came in. She was like, oh, shit. Bro. Do the switchblade. Stab homie with the switchblade. I... And I'm like, wait. Yeah. Are you... Yeah. Touch an artery, and these niggas is dead. But you have to tell Alice to hold to her promise and not kill nobody, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you realize you just <laughs> you just maimed this man? He cannot see his kids no more. He is dead now. But ha, huh, bro. Um, okay. No, before that, we get and this kind of made me mad, and I'm gonna explain why. But Mary walked into her little general hospital. And there was Sophie tending to Julia's wounds. But I was like, is this motherfucker just open? Like, can anybody come in this motherfucker whenever they feel like it? Like, what? Y'all got keys, nigga? Like, I... Just to see that, and I was just like, oh, okay, Mary's gonna come up out of somewhere, you mm. know, in the camera. And then she just, I guess, coming back from the fucking trial. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Huh, I don't know. So they talking about, yeah, somebody tried to kill me. Somebody other people walking through bruh this is i don't know at this point i don't want them i don't want mary's hospital to now become some generic other set piece like i like the idea that this is an underground hospital i i'm okay with her having a little bit more help but having them there i mean it makes sense because they're you know her hospital but at the same time i don't like that they're just there without her letting them in or they're like i don't know i just Ah, I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, damn, what happened after that? Oh, this is where we get Luke and uh, the black guy. So, Luke hops out of his car. The black dude is walking up the street with the same older black woman he was talking to before. He has some groceries in his hand. And she's like, man, you know, go inside, uh, family member, because he never say who she is. And she goes inside. And Luke confronts him like, man, you fucking killed my dad, man. Fuck you. And the guy was like, I didn't, 
I didn't fucking kill your dad. Like, why would I kill your dad? Uh, I'm sorry that somebody did. Yo, your father seemed like a, no. Your pop seemed like a cool guy, and he was like, "Man, don't don't act like you knew the first thing about my dad and such and such." So I was like, "I I get it, but for this man who's from the other side of the tracks, from the ghetto, bad part, black part of Gotham, to be able to give you insight into your own dad." Again, this is where I think they failed the character. Because I'm even fine with that. If Luke was like, Lucius said, I'm not going to raise him in the hood. We're going to be wealthy and make him go to the best schools and all this other stuff. But I have to imagine all of this because you're not giving me anything. You're not giving me... He's a one of the fucking um, Jack and Jill type niggas. Parents got money. And his dad was in... Because my thing is, why was this guy and Lucius ever even crossing paths? And it seems like Lucius was in the quote-unquote black bad part of town at like a liquor store or something. Playing lottery numbers or something. Like, who is his dad? Why? How do we get here? you not give. I don't know. You're just not giving me nothing. And, uh, the other problem... This is the problem that I had okay. overall is okay we're getting somewhere with Luke and this dude Reggie who, that's okay, the name Reggie. allegedly killed his dad given all of his story, backstory on what happened yeah only for him mm-hmm. get sniped by yeah. somebody we don't know who mm-hmm. it kind of pissed me off it just came and went I'm like well shit we got a little bit of backstory and as much as Luke and Mary likes to investigate and mm-hmm, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Why can you have these two investigate on who did that? Then the the apartment that Sophie did break into, yeah, and to be the woman that owned that place, the store mm-hmm. that his dad was shot at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a lead. Whatever you know, you have Sophie come in for a few minutes. Whatever, give that little bit of info. Yeah, had to be the same sniper. Yeah. Why the hell did you not have these two come to, uh, you know, uh, you know, make amends mm-hmm. and maybe have something happen? It was like the that was the biggest missed opportunity for me. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Could have had that. You you could have had that subplot in like the next two episodes, along with whatever else was going on. Mm-hmm. Cause what? Cause I mean, you only need Luke to fucking baby and magical new girl his fucking shit in front of Kate like that's all you need him for him dad and be a butt of a joke now, I'm with you he they could you could have done so much more mm. it's just weird because it's like damn you just had Luke and Mary go to the damn uh, junkyard yeah find this car that belonged to Cartwright's mom mm-hmm. and you found the damn rifle that he shot Beth with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you got that info Mm-hmm. Why can y'all do? I, I don't know, fam. No, I'm with you. And then again, my thing is with this being Batwoman, if they had motherfuckers constantly doing detective shit like that, that would make sense, even if it ain't always Kate. And I'm with you to see these two black men from different sides of the of the tracks or whatever coming together with their own tension. Because I w- I would even be excited to have them do what you said, go and investigate some shit together. And Luke still not be over, even though he he has accepted that this man probably didn't kill his dad. Him still not being over it, you know, and having a force to work with this nigga. 
that shit would have made it so worth it. Cause I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he's still underneath. Like, nigga, I don't believe you, man. Like, mm-hmm. and you mentioned MIT, <clears throat> and then he just he's like, how did how do you know that, bro? Mm-hmm. It, it's just I'm like, man, y'all y'all fucked up. Yeah, big time. And the optics to me, it was like, why are you? Why are you killing this black man? Like, this man has been nothing but big, evil black man every time he's been on screen. When he was fucking with Jacob in prison, even when he came to save Jacob from being, getting his ass whooped, and then sending his lawyer. Like, he's been this big, aggressive, angry black. What's up? It would have made this even better, bro. Mm-hmm. Because The Flash has done it. Arrow has done it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still sad Arrow's over with. <laughs> <laughs> they had multiple characters where they've popped up in certain episodes but you don't know if they're, you were going to see them again eventually yeah. those side characters became a part of the team yeah you could have had Jacob Sophie actually let me not add her in there you could have <laughs> had Jacob and this man yeah eventually meet back up again mm-hmm. after you know saving Jacob's life from you know yeah. being killed by Doc Go ahead, cause they I got her mm-hmm. fucking thing up as like a team, the Batwoman team or some shit mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. bro. ACW, hire us, man. Fuck out, bro. Of here. Cause even with what you just said, remember he said I might need a favor when I get on the outside or whatever. Right. Why say that if you're not gonna follow through with it? Why kill him then before he gets to call in his favor? Cause his favor wasn't like I'm thinking maybe Jacob gonna come in at the, in the trial and be a character witness. No. Like why even and and it, and it can't be what well, it could be, but if we making it be him and the lawyer, okay, cool. But did you give the lawyer some type of I don't know magic get out of jail free card? Like what you said, this could have been the Bat family. He could have been her Duke or her, you know, um, what's the Helena name? Helena. Uh, with the purple outfit from whatever. Either way, he could have been in the Bat family or at the very least, two black men hanging out on screen being black men or them two in, in Mary doing some shit, you know, hanging out and out. It just, and this is the reason why I was so worried with Arrow when they introduced Curtis. Mm-hmm. They just introduced him as this gay character, him being married, and then they added in the fact that he became... Mr. Terrific, mm-hmm. and then it was mess marriage. Yeah. Like, oh, we're never gonna see this guy again. Eventually, we start seeing him. He's he would snap back at people. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, "Well, where's Mr. Terrific?" And I felt like they wrote him off the show. Mm-hmm. They bought him back for like maybe one or two episodes. Yeah. And then that, and I'm like, "Fam, they doing this shit again, bro." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> with Supergirl too well, fuck Supergirl first of all just, let me tell you I don't I like that motherfucker fuck Supergirl okay y'all so those of you who watch Supergirl if you don't spoiler alert this most recent episode okay so I've been trying to kind of watch some of the other Arrowverse shows and maybe not follow them all but get in when I can so I, I realized two episodes ago that they had a trans woman on the show so that piqued my interest because this girl not that she's well, let me, let me let me say this right. 
they addressed some trans issues that are real life issues. And I said, okay, that's cool. But in that episode, homegirl, what's her name with the whip? Do you know what I'm talking about? The chick who wear all blue with the long black hair. And she got the, the spirit. Is that her name? Uh, Glimmer. Glimmer? What? Uh, is, is it Dreamer? The uh... Dream, Yeah, that's it. That's it. So she had, girl? yeah, that's her. Yeah, Dreamer. So her and she got a roommate who's a homegirl who's a black trans girl. I really like yes. the story because they dealt with shit that a lot of trans people deal with, especially women of color, black trans women with motherfuckers who are out to kill you. So I like that. But when Supergirl, okay, there was a scene where Supergirl and Dreamer was talking and Dreamer was like, look, motherfucker, this was going on. Supergirl, Kara come in like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? Well, not that, but she was like, why didn't you tell me such and such and this and that? She was like, well, she's embarrassed that she'd been talking to this man this whole time. He turned out to be a, a um, transphobe and he, he beat her up. He abused her. I'm fine with that as far as the story is concerned. Carl was like, oh, you could have called me. I would have been here. Homegirl, Dreamer had to be like, no, sis, you ain't been here. This shit is always happening. This happens to us all the time. And Carl was like, oh, no, well, now that I'm here, that'll never happen again. I was thinking like, bitch, just because now your blonde hair, blue eyed ass now starting to realize that other people other than you have issues, this isn't all a right. way to be an ally. Put I a pic. Hmm? I, I stopped watching Supergirl right before the crossover happened. Okay. And it was around the time where um, Lena was basically manipulating her in certain ways. Okay. And she found out when, you know, of course she found out that Kara was Supergirl. Yeah. And that whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. What you're telling me, because I heard somebody on YouTube, uh, I think it was Mr. H Reviews, mm-hmm. he was talking about that, sp- that specific episode. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting there just shaking my head. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, oh, I, I'm here now. What? How you're describing it to yeah. me? Yeah. I'm like, this whole time she been keeping a secret from Lena that she was Supergirl. This, that, the third. I don't know, man. This. Yeah, fuck her. Fuck her. Supergirl is trash. She do all no, that. No, no. Go ahead. No, Go no, ahead. don't. Because I, I ain't gonna forget what I got to say. I don't, I want you to forget. Because fuck her. This is same damn. Uh, Individual on Earth 99 during crisis. Uh huh. Uh huh. Speak on it. That's not really your cousin. That's just another Superman on another Earth. Mm-hmm. But you want to confront Bruce, and Bruce end up whooping your ass in the Batcave. Man. Yeah. She she need to stop and stay out of shit. Bro. My but that's all she. That's why I'm like, how how can you like this character? And it, okay, so that pissed me off, mainly because. This trans woman who is your friend, you call yourself her friend. I'm not. I'm not saying that Kara needed to have, um, been up under this girl twenty four seven. But when your friend comes to you and tell you this is a problem in my community, this is happening to my community all the time, and no one is ever doing anything, so I'm going to step up and I'm going to take care of it. And you go the route of, oh, well, I'm here now. No, I bet you ain't been here. But then you're like, okay, let, give the police a chance. I was I was cool with that. Okay, I'm going to try to do it your way. But homegirl, dreamer, the shit didn't work out like that. So she said, on camera, I'm finna do this shit my way. She find a nigga that beat up her homegirl, and she whoop his ass. Here comes Supergirl. Oh, you're not better than him if you do this and this and that, which 
I feel like this ain't Silver Age comics no more. Trans women are being murdered at an alarming rate. This happens all the time. So even though this is a fictional show, to me this felt like a motherfucker who trying to say that they're an ally talking over you. Because you can't just swoop in and then try to determine how I react to a motherfucker killing off me in my community or attacking us or going out of their way. Because, bitch, you are a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, conventionally attractive white woman. You're an alien, but you have the privilege of every white woman on this planet. And yet I, as a trans woman, speaking on Dreaming Our Home Girl, getting our ass whooped by niggas that's out looking for us, by my very existence. So that happens two episodes ago. Last episode, her sister, and I ca- I, I came in un- like I'm maybe 15 minutes in or something, but find out the gist of it is they daddy died. And her sister ain't really fucking with her daddy because she's got trauma from that nigga always going after Supergirl and being obsessed with her. And then when he coming to her life, he disappearing and then leaving her to raise that family. She's going through stress. And this bitch, Kara, talking about how the fuck you... She wasn't cussing, but she was like, how, how can you not come to this funeral? You're supposed to be better than that. And like pretty much shaming this girl for how she feel. As someone who's... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you guys, I ain't gonna forget this shit. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, hey, bro. bro. They, they done, they done shot her character to shit. Fuck bro. her. Fuck her. For nothing. And that's what, like, I get the whole Superman Boy Scout of it all, but. Not fuck even her. That, oh my god. Bro, fuck Super- her. Like that, bro. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I really I really don't like it because and I guess for me because the 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 issues that I've seen her pretty much butt her nose in on were like real life issues. Like trans women are being murdered and sought out and attacked and shit. And then people really do have shitty relationships with parents and family and just because that family member died, you don't then get to sweep in and be like, "You out of you're going to fucking hate yourself for missing this funeral and fuck you and you shouldn't feel that way. Well, him being dead doesn't change the shit that he did to me when he was alive. So why should I be so happy to just run this fucking funeral with you because you was the favorite child? Fuck you. Like, and fuck the show because at the end of the day, they had homegirl kind of come to the conclusion and apologize to Carl talking about, oh, I'm sorry, I should have been here. No, bitch, your feelings is your own. Like, this nigga fucked you over. You expressed the reasons why, how he fucked you over. You dealt with them and yet, I, I don't know. Fuck Supergirl. I, I'm not here for it. Where, where's my man at, uh, The Guardian, man? I don't know that nigga. You know Supergirl? Yeah, it's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen is the Guardian. Is that Shannon from uh, A Fall From Grace? Yes. Well, fuck him. He out here robbing old uh, mature Americans. <laughs> that oh, no, my... Yeah. <laughs> that nigga. <laughs> man, look. That, man. I don't like people checking up on me. Bro, I've been watching True Blood, and watching this nigga in True Blood is just... Oh, shit. Blowing yeah, me, man. man. I'm like, eggs. Eggs. Yeah, man. Nigga. <laughs> Uh, bro, I love it. I just started season three, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Fuck Suki too, bitch ass Suki. <laughs> I hate her, man. I hate her, bro. She's fucking annoying, man. 
She's Kara. God damn it. Fuck her, bro. Uh, I don't know. Shit. Yeah, I, I went on the rant, but still, it's always fuck Supergirl over here. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so getting back to the show we actually watched. <laughs> so, uh, Alice pop in on this doctor and like, hey, nigga, uh, give me your key. And he, you know, he give her the key, but he pushed the, the secret alarm and she slam his head into the door, into the door, into the desk. She like, man, I made a promise to my sister, so I ain't gonna kill you, but, uh, fuck you. That's the other thing that really fucked me up with the end of this episode, because Alice really did, she held up her end of the bargain, and I felt like it wasn't even, like, stressful. It wasn't like, damn, I really want to kill this man. It was like, you know, no, my sister, she trusts me. I, I'm, I'm, I need to make sure that she knows she can always trust me. And... Okay, so right after that, we go into this, I guess, command center where Ruby Rose, tiny ass, is whooping all these grown-ass men's asses, which I'm cool with, whatever. She whooping their ass. Um, I like that homeboy grabbed her and, like, slammed her against the wall, though. Not to see her in pain, but I don't like that she seemed to be whooping ass effortlessly. I don't like that. Um, like you said... Alice threw her the switchblade. She did the little, whatever the shit is, when you flip it back and forth, stab homeboy in his thigh. They got the keys. And they they left. They went to go see Mouse. Um, in this big, like, glass cell. Concrete on one side, glass on the other side. Alice walking there. She have a moment with her brother. She like, hey, bro, I'm here. I'm here to free you. I don't think she unhooked him quick enough. I, I feel like that would have been the first thing I did. Um, and me watching this, I think the show did a damn good job at, at, at making me, at m losing me, having me get lost in the story. Because after that fight, I was so impressed that the sisters were working together. They was whooping ass. And then we see her reunited with Mouse. And then all of a sudden you hear... Alice is like, Kate, help me. And then you hear a lock. I didn't see this coming. I probably should have. No. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it. My feelings were hurt. I was hurt. Oh, shit. They're really doing it. And then to see that, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm back to fucking square one. I, I, if I was a crying person, I would have been crying at this point. I was hurt. I really was. Cause I felt like, okay, we got the sisters together. It, I, I thought, and again, this is me siding with villains and shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's a small enough risk to let mouse free to have my sister back. They could run off and do whatever, but then, I mean, I get it. You're Batwoman. You can't let this motherfucker go. You offer justice and truth and all that. But when Jacob popped up and Alice, because this whole episode, Alice has been talking about, like, look, the hardest part about this shit, my upbringing, was not necessarily shit that happened. It was that feeling that I was alone. You know what I'm saying? That nobody was there for me, which only amplifies the, like, importance of her and Mouse's relationship and the loss of her relationship with Kate. <sighs> Bro. 
she tells them, y'all ain't no better than me. And then when she gets to crying, don't leave me, that's really when I was like, oh, Rachel, you did that. You did that. Like her begging and pleading not to, and, and it felt like, of course, I don't want to be locked up in here, but it felt like my family is fucking leaving me again. I'm thinking that we all on the same page now that we didn't all kill somebody. I don't know, man. That's what I got from it, too. And I was like, okay, they're... Alright. They know that he's... The, the entire time is all about them forgetting about her or some shit like that. Yeah. Only for it to happen again. Ooh. I don't think they're realizing the consequences yeah. that are about to take place. Uh, bro, I won't... I want Alice to come back and paint the fucking city red. I want her killing everybody. I'm, um, I was sitting there shaking my head. I was just like, bro. Yeah. That, shit does, I, I, if I think what's about to happen, bro, some shit is about to get real serious. Yeah. And I'm like, there was, there was another way. Like, you could have, even if you, if you contained her, like a rehab center, a psychiatric something that's not Arkham because my thing is Arkham doesn't look like it's a pleasant place it's not it looks like a prison and here's the thing I loved about the Dark Knight trilogy yeah well Batman Begins Mm -hmm. was it Batman Begins yes they showed the inside of Arkham and they showed you that shit was not pretty being there yeah yeah fucked up side and what Jonathan Crane was doing. Yeah. I liked about it. This ain't a place for psychiatric help at all. And that's that's what's getting me. Like, if you really love her, and even if you still ain't finna fuck with her because she a villain, you have not found an alternative. Like, Arkham ain't the only asylum in the nation. Like, you motherfuckers couldn't check her in somewhere else. You couldn't actually get her help. You can't possibly think that these people in Arkham are getting help. Because to me, it just looks like a prison. It looks like some Hannibal Lecter type shit where you lock up people who were criminally insane, quote-unquote, who terrorized the city. Are you trying to rehab these people or not? It don't seem like it. That was another thing, too, because I hate those movies. (laughs) Batman and Rock. Yeah. Uh, when they took Mr. Freeze in, mm-hmm. and when he was just like, let me introduce myself, and he knocked him out, tried to run, mm-hmm. and then he got into like the heat area. Yeah. It was, it was almost like a form of torture. Yeah. That just let me know. Well, let because that's not the, yeah, Dark Knight wasn't the only thing, only time they showed Arkham, uh, the inside of Arkham. Well. Batman. I think Batman Forever did it too, but Batman and Robin gave me a sense of they torture a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, they go about different ways. And so I'm like, man, I don't think that was the best way. These niggas are the villains. I don't, I don't care. And, and I, I know f- they're going to find some way to make Jacob and Kate look like angels. But this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. It's not it. You've... And, this is... I, I would be very interested to see what a white person who is watching this, how they feel. And I only say that because a lot of, and this is a bit of a tangent, but a lot of the 
critiques that I that first came out when this Jonathan Hickman took over the X Men was like people saying these aren't my X Men, and when you look at the story, and I'm, I promise I'm gonna make it make sense. When you have the X Men who are mutants who are stand-ins for civil rights and gay rights and everything else getting attacked for decades since the 1960s, and then Jonathan Hickman comes in and he has them spoiler alert separate from the other continents create their own utopia create their own pharmaceuticals and not not roll over and take the abuse that people give them a lot of people who were upset about it i saw were a lot of angry white guys who are used to seeing themselves centered in these stories a lot of people who love the stories were people who were people of color black people queer trans people non-binary people people who are disabled who could see the folks who are constantly being attacked finally standing up and being proactive at taking care of themselves and gaining power for themselves bringing it back to batwoman i don't know if i just love villains i just like alice i just like rachel but i am very much imprinted on this idea or 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 the idea of alice and I'm a black guy. I'm intersection. I'm in the LGBTQAI community. I'm a, a, a black. Hmm? Go ahead. Oh no, I'm. No, what? I'm saying here's the thing though. Like in younger, I, I'm like I can't sympathize with the villain. Mm-hmm. See, I, I can't see it. I'm not at them. I'm getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> Catch phrase from seeing from seeing Joker, Thanos. Yeah. All of these movies with villains yeah. and their pl- and reasoning behind it, and then to see Alice and mm-hmm. then her story, like these niggas making. Con- <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying, Ron. It's not black and white. That's why I like to know what a white because I feel like this show is written. It's a CW show, so it's written um, ideally probably for a younger audience. I'd say teenage to like early mid twenties, but with with this the way the story is going. I want to know if a white person who's watching this, who is who is a cisgendered, able-bodied white male or female, man or woman, whatever, are do they get like what is your take on this show? Like for me to feel like Kate and Jacob are the villains because of what they did to Alice. Although I know that Alice is written as the bad guy, quote unquote. But when you look at her story, you look at the shit she's been through. If I'm still coming out on the other end with Alice being a favorite. I like to know what's on the because because the show is not set up for her to be the good guy or the fan favorite. She is the villain. No matter her backstory, she's set up as the villain. But I don't see her that way. And I want to know: Do white people feel the same way, or is like what? Just... Um, shit from what I see so far, there's a, a lot of white people. They ain't really they not really rocking with it at all. With Alice or with Kate and Jacob. Kate and Jacob. Okay. Okay. And, and so if that is the consensus, who is this for? What are these decisions? Who are these decisions being made for as far as the audience? Like, what are you? I think there's a lot of the, um, there's, I think there's a lot of white people that are trying to appease a demographic now. Cause they know, actually no. Cause depending on what it is, it's not going to catch on. Uh huh. But I think it's is is a lot of uh, the white people who do writing and creating all of this, mm-hmm. trying their best to appease 
to certain groups of people in a demographic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, sometimes it, it fails miserably. Like, mm. Another example of that is the the new warrior shit that they, they just did. Mm. With the there's characters that have been created. Two black characters. Yeah. Safe space. And Snowflake. Snowflake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um... Yeah, we nah. have problems with that, but... fuck is you doing? <laughs> if you try to appease to me, you did it in the most offensive way. Very much so. Possible. I can't with this shit. I was like, get that out of here. Yeah, Marvel do get better. We're like, oh, well, the LGBTQ community is accepting them. It's like, no, no, they're not. I said, no. The LGBTQ community have a lot of words to say about this shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels very much... I'm not a, I'm a cool mom. It feels very much like, hey, teenagers, fellow teenagers is, but I, mm, yeah, I, that, I saw the artwork for that. And then I saw this YouTuber and I'm sorry, I cannot remember his name. It's a, a white guy and I think he's gay. I'm not sure. He may be straight. Um, either way, he was like, man, I remember he, him saying, I don't really like to talk about stuff like this on my channel. I try to like keep it light and the stuff I do like. He said, but when I first saw the images of those two on camera, I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? It, it, it just made me, like, I looked at it. I didn't, I didn't rant. I didn't talk shit. Because I, I would have been talk shit about it. Yeah. I saw that and I just got sad. I was like, you know what, man? <sighs> yeah. Th this is why. And, and the thing is, because I think one of the characters or both of them are non-binary. And I have to go and look at the creative team. I don't want to misspeak because there could be a non-binary person in the writer's room. But I need to go and, and, and look more. And I, I actually planned on doing that, but it, it slipped my mind to you just said so. But I want to see who's in charge of these characters because aesthetically, I don't even like the design. I'm fine with the pink hair and the blue hair and all that. But like the artwork to me comes through very... It I don't... Maybe I just don't like the art, but the uniforms are very terrible. Um, I don't know. It's just not for me. It may be for somebody, but it's not for me. And I'd like to know who it is for. But, but I think I'm going to read at least the first or second issue to see it, it, what... This thing, it just... It, it made me heated, bro, mm -hmm. when he said... You know, I, I grew up looking at comics, you know, Spider-Man and the Punisher, and I'm just, and then I looked at the, the Warrior, the new Warriors, and I, I felt like they were just too cool for me. I'm like, huh? Too cool for me? Who said that? The creator. What do you Bro, mean too cool for me? When you get a chance, watch the trailer for that shit. For the, for the new Warriors? Um, yes. Watch the trailer. His name is his last name is Kibble Smith. Okay. I don't I remember his first name, but he's there talking about it, telling you what it's all about. That you know, I used to look at some of these comics like Spider Man and such and such, and then I came across these guys, and I just felt like they were too cool for me. I'm like, so I need to know how. Like, what? Oh, but okay. I mean, to each his own. But too cool for you. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out because I need to need to see. I need to see. I need to know what's going on. 
Um, I don't know, man. The show ends with Luke talking to Mary, and Luke doesn't think Reggie, his name was Reggie Harris, killed his dad, and Mary's like, time for an adventure. She's like, oh, that means the, no, he said, well, that means the killer's still out there. Cool. So we know they're going to go investigate. Then we get Jacob, <laughs> Jacob on the phone. Uh, I think he was talking to Sophie. Come on, somebody trying to kill me. And then a sniper shoots at him. And he tucks and rolls and shoots back and finds a, a white man with a sniper rifle. Not sniper, sniper rifle. Uh, dead on the ground. I guess he shot him. Uh, okay. That happened. Uh, and right after we get Kate on the top of Wayne Enterprises drinking, I don't know, Hennessy or something, Duce, I don't know. Um, she's about how she betrayed her sister and Thor and Arkham and, you know, that's fucked up and I can't believe I did that. You know, I felt myself becoming her. I don't like that. I don't like, she says I killed someone and I buried them and I don't feel any remorse, but I don't know. I'm conflicted. I ain't really... It doesn't make any sense. Ah, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Um, I don't it know. don't make no sense for you to go out of your way. You reject to help Alice break Mouse out, only to say, okay, I'm going to help you. And we re- it's revealed that it was all planned. Yeah. That, that's, that don't sit right with me. Yeah, same so here. It was you threw these motherfuckers through tables in the break-in and you stabbed my man in his thigh with a mm-hmm. switchblade. Yes. Yes. Say that. Say that. I want to know what's homeboy who got stabbed. Yeah. Because he wasn't in on it. I don't know. And I probably would have accepted this a bit better if Jacob wasn't there. If it had been Kate, like I went with it and then at the end she was like, you know what? I can't do this. I still would be pissed. But that would make more sense than Jacob popping, like, because if that's the case, why do we go through all of this? Why did you show me this nice, cool-ass fight scene, stabbing niggas, throwing them in the tables and shit? Why did you do all this just to be like, hey, this was planned? Like, you have collateral damage just like she do now. So you really aren't better than her. Huh. <sighs> Man. This could have been a way for y'all to learn about each other somewhere, even though it's, it's as jacked up as it is. Um, This could have been another opportunity. Oh, yeah, now we're going to investigate to see who killed Reggie Harris when you and Reggie Harris, something could have been in there, like just fought mm-hmm. mm-hmm. together to investigate that themselves. Yes, sure could. Sure, the fuck could. And also, we had the conversation between Mary and Kate, where Mary told her, "Hey, if it's something that you need to tell me, just let me know." Mm-hmm. This could have been another opportunity, where it was revealed that Mary knows who that woman is, yes. and then Mary also, boom, stepped in and helped. So you don't have to have Mary around Luke all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Y'all already know. I ain't gonna say it no more. Man, say they—they they could do better. I mean, I, I did like this episode overall. I feel like it fit with the show. It's feels like it's consistent from the first episode. But there's so much that could be done better. 
that they are just dropping the ball on. So, man, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm rating it this time. Um, who's your MVP for this episode? Uh, my MVP, honestly, I would. <laughs> I'd say Luke. You said Luke. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Luke. Luke, Uncle Luke. Um, got, got something from from him this time. Something from his character. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I want to say Reggie. But really, I want to go with Alice, but I think I might go with Reggie just because he did now and he won't be back. Um, I think Alice and Mouse together, like, well, no, not Mouse. I'm going to just go with Reggie. I would ordinarily go with Alice, but I'm going to go with Reggie because he, I mean, he's, he was, he's a good actor. He did good. And to me, he would have been the gateway into another side of Gotham that wasn't this polished pristine beautiful cocktail parties like in the actual people of gotham the black neighborhood we could have gotten with him man because we don't even know where the fuck luke lives man like what right oh man so reggie reggie harris is mine um who's your least favorite oh my least favorite Mm -hmm. i want to go with uh uh, Jacob's bitch ass. Ah, yeah, fuck him. Okay, Kate betrayed. Uh, betrayed. Like that's messed up. And then this bitch is gonna step in in full gear. He's like, I'm sorry, we can't let you out. Yeah, you fuck stop him. Here. It's like nigga. Hmm. No, no. Broke out. If I was Alice, I the first person I'm going after is him. I'm gonna fuck him up. Yeah, oh for sure. She should have did that in episode one. She didn't. You didn't. You didn't killed off motherfuckers like Catherine, who though she did some shit, she was foul, whatever. She still was a dynamic character. She still would have been interesting. Now you got Mary by herself in a family of motherfuckers who really don't give a fuck about her. She seems to be the only person who's actively happy about this family who's doing like she her and Jacob have no chemistry her and Kate barely have any and it feels like she's the only one who's excited for the Hamilton Kane family unit Jacob is trash Kate is trash um for least favorite it's a tie between them two I want to go with Jacob I want to go with them both but I'm gonna go with Kate because even though I don't like Jacob's bitch ass Kate, this was your twin sister. You, you, y'all have, man, not to say that Alice needed to go free or she needed to just go without consequence, but now that you said, because you feel like you're turning into her, now you have to, like, I, I don't know. I, it's not black and white, but I got to go with Kate. Fuck Kate, man. Fuck that. What, um... What is your rating? Um, I give it, I give it a solid seven. Okay, seven it is. Okay, seven. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, I think it was good. I think it fit with the show. There were some issues I had with it, but overall, I do. I feel like this is consistently the same Batwoman we've been getting. 
So I am, as far as the quality, I, I, out of all my critiques, I still feel like it was a good episode. Who man, what, um, I don't know, man. Closing thoughts, ideas, uh, premonitions, uh, predictions, theories, anything. Like, y'all dropped the ball real hard with Luke and Reggie Harris. Um, you dropped the ball, even though this is a way to get Alice and King kind of like working together and Jacob. Mm hmm. Turned out to be some bullshit low key. Yeah. Sure was. And, but you could have had Mary and Kate have a moment where Kate tells her, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. That's it, man. I... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the. Uh... husband. Hmm? Yeah, so Okay. This is, um. This is going to be interesting. I think Uh-oh. the snipe. Because I think we did. I don't know if we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. So we ain't seen his ass in a minute. Yeah, that nigga been gone. <laughs> gone, gone. Could be the sniper. I would like that. I would honestly, because we ain't seen this motherfucker. He could be angry and just trying to take out every fucking body. Or hell, he could have killed Lucius. I would be fine with that too. Like I'm, he could have set him up. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm, I actually would. That would be cool. Bring this nigga back. Not even because I'm like standing, but it just makes no sense that he's not there. Where is he? Um. Yeah, this show. Damn, what was my? I had a thought. Um. I don't know. Fucking do better, man. Do better, cause at this point, Jacob and hmm? bro, I don't think they realize what they just did. Oh, yeah. we have Alice behind us now. I'm like, no, somebody no. gonna break them up. They need to, and she need to whoop y'all, cause y'all are honestly no better than her now. All that shit y'all was talking, and you have killed them. Y'all killed somebody. Like, not to say that Alice is always right, but at this point. Y'all are no different from her. And you hit, he was like, yeah, uh, I, I moved the body. So, you know, no one will ever know. Like, if that's the case, I've seen enough Ozark and other fucking crime, true crime shows. Why didn't you fucking dip this nigga in acid? Like, why are you just, why are you, why you rebury him? I think, I think, I don't think she has to do anything to them physically. I think Alice, next time, Alice is going to find a way to, just mentally mess with them. Please do. Please because do. of the body. Mm-hmm. Way to mess with them. Plus, Jacob has... Uh, shit, like, he's still in a rut with the police. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For Catherine. Mm-hmm. There could still be something there to play with. Yeah. Alice could mess with, like, mind games with them now. Man, I hope Alice Gene come back. Her- yes. And get be get in they at or in they in they brain, fuck them up. I she deserves. I think her mouse deserves. If they can fucking escape, go away, get some plastic surgery, and amass some wealth somewhere, some kind of way, and come back into Gotham as a wealthy, 
benefactor or something, pay money into Wayne, own stocks and shares in a Wayne Enterprise, something. I need them to come back and fuck with these two because they're not the heroes. They are villains. You motherfuckers have killed somebody and you buried him. And you could have went to the police. You could have turned yourself in and be like, you know, this is what happened, crime of passion, whatever, but you didn't do it. So you don't face the same consequences that she does because she's been doing this shit longer. That's not fair. Fuck y'all. Whew. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's it for me. I'm, 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 I'm done. <laughs> not the show, but this episode. But no, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, I have nothing left to give to them. Fuck them. Yeah, I, shit. I, I think some shit's about to pop off with Alice for real this time. Yeah, I hope so. I hope. I don't know about so. Alice, but. I don't know, shit, that nigga, he, he fucking pissed, he, he said, why'd you let her lock you, why'd you let her let you go in for some shit, why you working with her, like, he, Mouse is sick of Alice shit. He was just looking, he's like, bro, you trusted her? Dad, fam, like, ugh, disgust, no, that's, that's where Sophie Mama should've came in, this is what, how did you expect disappointment to look, cause nigga, really? You working with this bitch? His facial expression, he was like, bro, really? (laughs) Ah, Bruh, what is this? Um, shit, nigga, I don't know, man. Um, use the hashtag KIGPOD when you listen to this episode, other episodes, watching live, live tweet, and all that good shit. And check the hashtag KIGPOD. Answer some of the questions we asked in this episode. Uh, give your thoughts, reviews. You agree with us, disagree. You got theories, any of that? KIGPOD. Um, yeah, that's that's it, man. Let these folks know where they can find you and support you and all that. Um, I have a show called The Social Introvert. You know, uh, drop every Wednesday and Thursday on bynkradio.net. I'm also available on all streaming platforms where you get your podcasts. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. True, true. Those links will be in the show notes as usual. And uh, me, I'm your carefree black nerd. You know, you can find me here. Check the show notes uh, for this man's stuff, for mine as well. Um, check the feed. I don't know if there's more. You like this? There's more episodes. You like Black Lightning? Got a show on that. Got a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, catch us back here. Same bat time, same bat station. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Welcome back for another Corovid. Corovid? COVID? Corona. No. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> yeah, I was watching a little bit of Black Lightning last night, too. Yeah. It was an episode I missed. I had to catch up. Uh, fuck Black Lightning. JK. JK. <laughs> That's my shit.